millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers, episode 184. Jeez. Did I get it right? That's it. Okay. Pause for... That was like... No. <laughs> just pausing to see if I was right. It was almost like Army of Darkness. Yeah. It was like... Come on, just, just, go ahead, just go ahead right now and record one, two, yeah. three, <laughs> just do it. four, and then I can even go, real spoilers, one, two, three. Clack <laughs> two, Rata, Ninja, I said your damn words. <laughs> we'll do it like the time for temperature lady. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode one. Oh. That was the highlight Four. of my day when I was younger. I was like, ooh, time and temp. No, that was where. the highlight of yeah. was calling time and you temperature. You had some good days, had a, Joe. Had a rough, <laughs> good had a rough days. childhood, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> Comic books, wrestling, and the time and temp. Did you <laughs> live under the stairs? <laughs> yes. Like, Me and Harry You Potter. had stairs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe to us. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Go there, like the page, share a show. You could join our League of Show Sharers. I read them on the last episode. We won't be doing that again today. <laughs> so there we go. Or you can join the League of iTunes reviewers. The League of iTunes reviewers. The low iTunes. No, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll come yeah. up with something for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're our go-to guy. Yeah. yeah I'll come it's, up with something. And so uh, with that... We will dig into Money Monster. Yeah. Joe. Uh, okay. So, what's the name of the guy on uh, Snidely Whiplash? Jim Cramer. I don't know who's that guy. Mad Money on CNBC. Okay. So, what this is supposed to be? Yeah, Clo- Clooney, of- Clooney is doing a parody yeah. of this guy, and it which makes- would have been relevant like ten years ago. That's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> I was like, this is a really weird parody mm-hmm. that I feel like isn't like. That guy was all Relevant. over the place for a while. It's an airport novel movie if you were flying into a really bad airport 15 years <laughs> you're ago. you yeah. into On airport, TWA. the movie. Yeah. On TWA. Right. <laughs> Ozark Airlines. <laughs> hey, I've seen a good Clooney airport movie. That's true. Yeah. A very good Clooney yeah. airport This is movie. not it. No. Uh, I, well, before we yeah. get <laughs> Stop agreeing with Yeah. <laughs> so this is, so he's doing, you know, the bell, you know, buy, sell, all yeah. that stuff, the bells and whistles where he's wearing the stupid it's a top very, hat. But it's an entertaining, like, it's this about, is the part that I hated. It's not entertaining. I wanted to punch him in the face. Well, <laughs> that, that was the point. He was, oh but he was parodying an obnoxious character. That but he was, wasn't that obnoxious is the problem. Like, he wasn't, though? I, I felt I, like he was supposed, like I, he was. I mean, and he was supposed to be, but I felt like when it didn't e- work whenever right. Clooney was supposed to be on air as this character, like... I just felt like he was sleepwalking through it. If you watch Mad Money, that guy is like frothing oh, at the mouth. Only see, only the beginning part was he ever like doing the showy whatever. He, was, part. he would come out and he would dance to some stupid hip hop song. But it have didn't these even dancers, really but it, work, though. But it didn't. It didn't work at all. Like yeah. I didn't believe that it this was is what this show was like. Dance like that. And yeah, it also, it also, yeah, the, it was. <laughs> I liked, I did like what they were going for with like the quirky, like you're thinking this is George Clooney and Jodie Foster. Like there's some names attached to this. So but I then, didn't realize, so before we even get into, I didn't realize that Jodie Foster even directed this until the very end. Right. Well, like, a lot I of people had, I had this, no idea. The show go Jodie Foster. Like, yeah. Now I know who's calling in favors because yeah. <laughs> it's like not, your answer is why did this get made? Yeah, because yes, Jodie Foster wanted to. But uh, the the thing She's is, to recoup that Elysium money. 
I kind of liked what they were doing with it seemed like it was going to be a really quirky like art house type film with Clooney in it and I was like okay you know this could work if we get something like a Coen Brothers quirky you know that kind of a Clooney in it yeah okay and so when he started oh off, I see what when he saying. started <clears throat> off doing the weird like uh with the dances and everything I'm like this is gonna be a quirky like a weird like serious subject matter but it's gonna be out there like, right I was I, so when you say quirky I automatically think what was the one with uh Brad Pitt thank you for no, no, that was um, burn after reading. Burn after, after reading. reading. Yeah. yeah, like that's. The I don't like that either. I feel like I, I don't remember. I feel like but, I like that. But you know, I thought we were going to get something like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of into this. But the problem was, that it's like they couldn't find their their footing because they were doing this. They were trying to be this obnoxious, like, oh, this guy's so out there and you know showy, and he's got these dancers or whatever. But then that ended, and then it was just like a financial show. Like I didn't see him as obnoxious as they were trying to portray. So like the tone just kind of switched once he did his yeah. intro. And, okay, what are they doing <laughs> it was here? Like, you know, he was it just trying was to be little... the shock DJ, like the Howard. Howard Stark, Howard Stern version yeah. of like yeah. this guy, yeah, which it's, is something people would do on these TV shows with their buttons and their graphics. Yeah. Like it was obnoxious, you know. But it just it didn't really find its footing on that tone. Because I think it's also getting harder and harder to parody the uh, extreme uh, nature of media. Yeah, yeah. it's like I mean you're, you're parodying what has become a parody. Well, it's almost yeah. like if, do you watch Veep? Does anybody else watch Veep? I do not. Okay, so Veep is this fantastic show on HBO with Julia Louis Dreyfus, and they've done interviews with them now. Where they're talking to them and they're just like, when you see what's happening in the real political landscape, who's uh, the youngest Bluth? Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Tony Hale is, but he's like, I can't believe, like, it's almost like our writers are writing what is happening. That's Buster Bluth. Yeah, Buster Bluth. Which, by the way, did you catch the the Bluth stare mobile in the winter soldier or in uh, civil war no it's at the it's at the airfield at the airport yeah it's the blue stair that's amazing um he's just kind of like the political landscape right now is something that we would write oh it's totally a joke oh yeah so what you're to what you're saying tom is like it's getting almost impossible to parody anything when what's happening in real life is, is way the, funnier is, yeah no you're, you're totally right and so yeah that's the only thing that that was jarring was like i like that clooney did seem to be kind of going for it with those weird moments but it just didn't really work in the setting of the film and then yeah when it got to the money part i was just like it did feel kind of sleepwalkish you know like yeah. there was something to it now there were moments that i really liked where i thought clooney did a good job but it was just kind of back and forth where I was like, I just don't know there what moments, kind of movie this is. Like, there are moments because I think... I don't the, think they knew what kind of yeah. movie this was. I think they tried. I think they had an idea, and then it changed. I think they had. I think they didn't know if they wanted this to be kind of a dark comedy. Right. Yep. And and so there were flashes of that. Yeah, and then, that's and what then I mean, they wanted the, to be yeah. this, this, like, we're going to tell you the truth about how the system works. Yes. And then they pushed out on that. Right. I would they, agree with that. They... they, they, they yeah. Like, would, like, are they? Is this a preachy movie? Is it a dark comedy? Like, that's what I mean with the quirkiness. It just couldn't find its footing on what type of movie it is. I think the concept. I liked the story, and I like it all taking place in in one place. I actually I'll, liked the, the like a play. The guy, you know? I like, liked that guy, the the other kid that we, he was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. What, who is that actor? I might need to look it up. If we don't um, know. Who, but also, like, we've seen Clooney and Julia Roberts interact together before, and there is like a there's a definite chemistry between those two. And I do Jack feel, O'Connell. What has he been in? Because he looked familiar, and he was—I thought he was a good actor. Like, can't think this of what one. He's like, in. it felt off, and I don't know why. Because I mean, you had those the ocean; yeah. the, those ocean movies are fantastic. I love those. Well, movies. The second ones are not. Second one. Get ready second, for the reboot. Uh, this yeah. is the I like the second one. The second it's, one's it's, a little weird. It's a little. It's it's a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, but I, I like you can tell that they reason, were enjoying their off time a little. Yes, more than their yeah, on time. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed like I enjoyed them I enjoyed on screen it. together. Yeah, and this one just felt a little strange. Well, you know, the, the this is the thing. Let's let's. So Julia Roberts plays his producer. So, yeah, right. So Sorry. so she's in his ear the bulk of the film, uh, and that's how she communicates with him as they do in television. And I would be interested to know how this movie was actually filmed. Yeah, because. It, you think they weren't together? It feels like we got another yeah, Julia Roberts movie where she's not actually in the damn movie. Yeah, yeah. And and I totally agree with that. You see them in the same. You see them at the, in the same together. location and at the very beginning, at the very end, and then other than that, she's in the room with a bunch of no names. 
Yeah, and, I would be willing to bet. Uh, there's one time where she's off stage, but I guess that could have even been filmed differently. Like, you see them, and I don't know the cameras on both of them, but she's, like, looking out from the backstage door oh, or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. But then again, that could be a different cut. You yeah, know? that's true. That is, that's a good... Maybe that's why it felt so it did, weird. It did feel like that, and I, I agree, because it didn't... It didn't really ruin it for me, but when I was watching, I'm like, they're never together. She's yeah. always just in his ear yeah. and it cuts back and forth. And why would you make a movie with, like, you know, these are still two of the biggest stars in Hollywood. I agree. And then not put them in the same scene. It's because you know I think I, this I was a favor for Jodie Foster. I don't think I don't. Julia Roberts has the pull. But you know what? Now I, that I say I, that, and, and then I look at the, the the people who were in the theater with me. Yeah, she does for those. She people. does for those. And I think if you if you put her in a movie with George Clooney, that's that's worth a crap. Yeah. I think she I think she could still sell some tickets. That's, yeah. She could still true. sell some tickets to, you know, 40 and up and it would be, you know, and people like would be like 50 and up. Yeah, and it'd be like, "Oh, that's a big deal. They're together." Like that's, you know, but uh, Yeah, that's true. And that Jack O'Connell is the lead actor from Unbroken. Oh, okay. Is why. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Jolie yeah, Marie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Where he carries the piece of wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the wood guy. guy. The wood guy. Yes, that's what everybody remembers from that movie. <laughs> is the Maybe piece the guy, of wood. Yeah, yeah, he won't drop the wood. No, it's, that's not a joke. People are like Edgar Bergen. It's the Edgar Bergen story. <laughs> yeah. oh. Another old timey rabbit. Really old timey rabbit story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Clooney's doing his thing, and then they apparently this company has lost uh, eight hundred million dollars in the matter of twenty four hours. And like, I didn't really get. I mean, okay, I get that maybe the company is just ambiguous it doesn't really matter because you get that this is big business screwing over the little guy like that's what they're trying because to tell you, you. Have, this movie is written by people that hate business right, that yep. don't understand right it. so and like, there are certainly reasons to be mad at big business i'm not trying to be an apologist for big business <laughs> right but i think what makes this movie so frustrating for me is i like i like it wasn't that long ago that i saw big short yeah and right. big short was it's, amazing yeah big short took incredibly complex issues and boiled it down in a way that like you could really get what's what's going on because you had Margot Robbie in a hot, in a bathtub. Yeah, like and they would That's they would a own win. it, you know. And then it was like, oh, okay, I totally understood what you just said, right? And like this movie did. Wait, does she get naked in that one too? Well, she's, she's not. Naked. Oh, she's Bubble just bath. in a bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, but it's just like what in this one. I would just, agree. I'm, so I'm, I'm right company, there. I'm like, what does this company do exactly? Like it was just kind of a. They don't tell it's, you. Like, it's lazy screen. It, it was. They do business, Kevin. It's lazy screen. This is big trade. They trade this company. They trade businesses and they invest in businesses. Yeah. And so then, they it, are a business that is on the stock. <laughs> yeah, this is a business that's on the stock market, publicly traded, and their job is to buy and sell stocks in micro, like milliseconds. They've got an algorithm. Really quick. Yeah, and so they've outsourced it's an this. algo. That's what the people in the oh, industry. Man, yeah, if algos. they said algo one more time. Uh, it was that? like, what, what, what was that movie where they kept saying the short word where we're just like, is going to punch you. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah. it was something that really irritated us that they kept well, saying. Well, because it's like, I don't short. think, do they, does anybody actually say algo? Like, I feel. I mean, I do programming. They're just trying to make fetch happen. I'm not they? saying I work, like, in a <laughs> yeah. programming. Fetch is that what you said? Yeah. Stop trying to make I mean, that I don't happen. necessarily, like, work in a code shop, but I've programmed websites yeah. and stuff for 15 years. I've never heard someone say algo before yeah. in my yeah. life. But, it, you know. We all, everybody says algorithm. Yeah. Nobody I, yeah. says I've, algo. I don't, I think even for the, now. Even the kid that designed <laughs> the algorithm didn't call it an Algo, yeah. did he? Or did he? I think, think he, did. he did. I okay. think he did. Who that kid? To go back to our previous episode, yeah. he's in the reboot of the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, is he? No, yeah. about that. Yeah. I knew he looked familiar. For yeah, sure. yeah. So he's actually not a bad actor. It's just, no, he, yeah. no, I liked him. But anyway, uh, this company buys and sells stocks, so they are their value is going up and up and up because these little micro transactions are making people a lot of money. But somehow, overnight, there was a glitch in the algo. And it lost $800 million in the company's value. And the uh, CEO goes on the news and he's like, yeah, it was a glitch. Who never plays a good guy? The only time that guy ever played a good guy was in The Wire. It's called typecasting. And that was it. And he was great in The Wire. But he was Jigsaw in Punisher Warzone. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I I watched the show The Affair on Showtime. Is Is that any good? It's okay. Yeah. It's you. You have to, they, it thinks it's very artsy. Yeah, and you have to really get past the fact that it's not very artsy <laughs> and that it's just a sleazy soap Does opera. Does that have Moira Tierney on it? Yes, and then uh, you I can just like Moira I do like some yeah. Moira, but you and then you can just if you can just acknowledge that you're going to accept this as just being a sleazy nighttime soap, then it can be enjoyable. Like silk stockings. 
Let's not go. Uh, uh, let's not go. Well, how are you going? Uh, seven Nikita. Yeah. USA. Red Shoe Diaries. Someone yeah. watched a lot of USA. Hey, that's what Raw was on. I know. And they would always put like they would put La Femme Nikita on after Coming Raw. Up next, La Femme Nikita. Yeah. Coming up next on, on USA. USA. A little uh, guy in the corner <laughs> that's of the screen. Right, yeah. But uh, anyway, so he loses eight hundred million dollars, and and the CEO is just like, eh, it was a glitch, and so everyone is no one knows what's going on. But the thing is, like, people don't necessarily seem that outraged by it except for one person <laughs> this one guy yeah it's just one guy who's mad about this it. one guy, guy is very mad so he uh, will speak truth to power y- yes. yeah so on money monster money monster uh, Not money he, yeah i was thinking <laughs> mad money but on money monster clooney's character starts the show and you know he's doing his thing and there's always these like zany gimmicks that he does for ratings you know it's that kind of obnoxious Ugh, you know it is like the more the zoo crew of yeah. tv shows <laughs> the, and meanwhile while he's doing his show a delivery guy comes in and of course the lazy guy's eating a donut well, yeah, and drinking I was a Say, like, like the security this, guys you are, are just, you are at a tv studio yeah. and like the dude walks in with two boxes and there's a security dude who like is the he's most like stereotypical a donut and drinking a coffee watching tv and he's, he's like, like what happened to mikey or they whatever. finally fire that guy yeah. eh, eh, eh. And, and then, then he keeps like, walking walks he's like in. hey and then he's never the count too that's i didn't tell you that it's <laughs> yeah. the count from sesame but he Street. never <laughs> tries to go after him like <laughs> oh, yeah. so he ends up on stage yeah, like, there's no there's no checking in there's no signing no. anything no. just walks I've into been a tv and radio stations as there's a there's a sign in forever there's a metal detector there's all kinds of stuff because of stuff like this exactly so julia roberts sees him on camera and she tells the cameraman hey zoom in on this guy what is this well, she and thinks she, she thinks, thinks it's part of his zany. yeah because yeah. Uh, Clooney has a, a knack for going off script and right. doing apparently he's done stuff like this before but you really have to read between the lines to pick that right. up right. like it's like you know that that he you know he doesn't stay on script and yeah. Sacagawea you know. Tom yeah and that's why yeah. that's why the security guy when they end up calling him he's like oh, yeah oh that's a good one or whatever and they're like no this is for real yeah, he's like turn on the tv everyone <laughs> thinks that this is just part of his thing so the guy ends up putting the boxes down and pulls a gun on Clooney and so uh, at first Clooney thinks that like his producers are running on it right. but then you find out he's not and he says open the box and, and he goes what's in the box yeah, what's in the I box was, I was like please don't make that well, I was waiting for like, it yeah don't don't reference a better movie <laughs> so uh, he ends up uh, so in other words don't reference a movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so, I, so before we like i enjoy like i didn't hate this movie i liked it i enjoyed it too i i think there were some things weird about it but i really liked the idea i really like how it was like a play where you know like a one yeah take, i also think i think, I think what it comes down to is i i like george clooney a lot like i think he's a fantastic I like george actor clooney. I, and i just think when he's on screen even when he's not doing his best i still enjoy him I, as an actor, I thought like Clooney's performance was a little. I, I can see even, like well, Tom's, even in uh, Tomorrowland. Like I yeah. liked him in Tomorrowland. And he was not the problem with no. Tomorrowland. Like no. you know, even when I don't. I mean, I will say I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen a George Clooney movie where I felt like George Clooney was the problem. Batman and Robin. No, I don't Clooney's think he's not. No. Clooney's not the no, problem. He in that. Been, he I don't should have been. A, a, that should have been a great. great yeah, he should have. He's a great Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. He's a great yeah. Bruce Wayne. Dude, he is yeah. Bruce Wayne. Right, right. He's a at real that, life at that Bruce time, Wayne. He was absolutely Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, but no, there was something a little off about that show performance and the tone of the movie. But I really like the concept. Basically, he opens up the box and it's a bomb vest, and the uh, assailant, this Jacko. Jack O'Connell. If he wanted to wear a bomb b- vest, he should have just strapped a script of this movie to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jack O'Connell plays this guy that basically we find out has lost sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, and I following like, the tip to to buy Clooney on his show like a month back said this is safer than your savings account. Yeah, giving a shout out to so, Darwin Cook, rest in peace. He did that the Parker books. And in that for the hunter, he's only after like forty seven thousand dollars. And in that Mel Gibson movie, uh, payback, 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 payback. Yeah. Yeah. paychecks, and all that. The ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, very specific title. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he uh, like James Coburn is like just whatever you want. He's like I just want forty seven thousand yeah. dollars, and he's like forty seven thousand yeah. dollars. Like this is, and he shoots the alligator luggage. Yeah. He's that's like that's mean. just me, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a great movie. So, yeah. so the kid you talk about that. No, damn it. So the kid. Can we talk about the movie that it's a remake of? It's even better. It's even. It is even better. With like has like legit women beating in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So okay, but why do you sound so excited about that? (laughs) Because you don't do it anymore. Like you can't. You can't put that on. You can't put that in movies anymore. Yeah, it's not okay. Okay, so hold on. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not okay to like. He beats the crap out of a woman. It's just like yeah, man, whatever. 
You can't do that anymore. Okay. You know, it's funny to me that you Trump can't do it anymore. Trump for Trump for yeah, No. I, I was trying to explain <laughs> to my, my oldest son, he's 16 now, so I can finally tell him about things or watch things with him that I couldn't used to. And That's you know, cool. Even if, I'm porn. On, even if I'm on the fence, I'm like, I haven't seen his browser history. He'll be fine. <laughs> and, uh, That's why he lost his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. And so, but so I was trying to explain to him that, no, there was a time when Eddie Murphy was funny. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, well, why don't we see that anymore? And I was like, oh, because it was funny. But by today's standards, it's yeah, pretty it's, offensive. Yep. Like, it's pretty, like, there's a lot of like. It's really. Yeah. And which so, is a shame. Like that, you. The, I feel like that's a lot. Like it's lost. Well, I agree, it is I so agree funny. because we'll never see Blazing Saddles again. You know, we'll never see a movie like that. You will never. And see that a movie is one like of the funniest no. movies in history. Yeah. And, well, and uh, what do you say? So the thing with Blazing Saddles is, I mean, a lot of that is coming from Richard Pryor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. Um, totally. It's that exactly that same yeah. kind of which Maddie Murphy was. And so it was, but it is. It is one of those things. I think the closest we get to that is is. Um, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree yeah, with they that. Probably for sure, they skate the closest. Yeah, I agree that, with that too. You know, sort of do you uh, think worldwide political incorrectness? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because it's earned for them? Like, do you think a new comedy I troupe think not, could come I in think, and do something I like that right su- off the bat? Being mostly supported because sometimes Comedy Central will will pull back a little bit, but oh. being mostly supported and also the fact that like they just keep going and not they it doesn't you know they don't flinch. Yeah, and, yeah, they don't. And they move so they fast. don't back down. That's true. They knock out a show in three days. Yeah, and no, I, I, I incredible. I, I agree, hundred percent. It's earned because, yeah, sure, they started off raunchy, but they did not start off doing the things they do now. No, and no. they have been Comedy Central's money maker twenty years, and yeah. uh, they've really they earned it. Twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, isn't that I crazy? I remember watching yeah. a bootleg. Uh, when I was at the point yeah. of the the like the eight minute the of short, Christmas. the Spirit of Christmas short, wow, that they made. you saw the, yeah, that on VHS, yeah, was terrible Tra- quality. Tracy Wilde had a copy, yep, and it was really? so funny. And then like a year later, they were like, "This is on Sh- Comedy Central," and we're like, "What? That's yeah. awesome. wow." That's crazy. So, yeah, they definitely have earned it. But you know, yeah, that's the that is the thing that I miss. Like when I go back and I watch a Mel Brooks film and how good they are, yeah. and and people that are ignorant to them will say, "Oh, that's so offensive and and racist." And it's like, no, they are making fun of the racist yes, it's people. The old, it's and the old, the old yes. Smith thing, where it's yeah. like, well, Eddie because, Murphy wasn't. No, yeah, no, no Eddie Murphy but, wasn't. I mean, like, yeah. but Blazing Saddles type humor. They weren't yes. saying being racist was good, and you know, slaves no. are good or anything like that. Like. They're making fun of those. Well, it's people. like when the when the well, idiot when the argument comes out of the idiot character's mouth, all the yeah. dumb it, negates, yeah. it negates the argument. And Blazing Saddles, all you got to do is watch. You know the 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 ranch hand start singing Camp Town Ladies, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and everybody's watching. Them like, look at these yokels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it does everything. Everything you need to know about you know where they stand and right. where the irony is is right there in the scene. Yeah, you nobody know. nobody can do irony anymore. But no. political correctness has killed a lot of mainstream humor. I mean, I know on the internet everything exists. Well, it, all go, it all turns to toilet humor. Like that's that's yeah. the safest thing you can do. But yeah, now the be, mainstream yeah. yeah is stupid Adam Sandler bad movies toilet humor, and right. it's not smart. It's not making a statement like right. those movies were, and so it's a shame. But yeah, there were a lot of dumb movies back then too. Let's not care. There, there were, there but, were, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so but long and short, so I sat there and watched Delirious on YouTube with wow. my sixteen year old. So how'd that go? I'm, I'm if my ex wife listens to this podcast, it'll probably come up on our next custody <laughs> battle. But <laughs> but uh, um, but no, he was just like you know, and, and it was funny because like so much of it is, but you know, I'm like. Hey Norton. Yeah. 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 And I bend over. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he was just like he was laughing, but he was just like, Whoa. Uh, and I was like, like yeah. doing, doing the side eye, like Yeah, and he was like, and this is why you don't hear Eddie Murphy stand up <laughs> yeah. anymore, is because by today's standards, yeah. like no one would, would tolerate no, that. But right. it's true. But and but it was funny because as filthy as he was, it was also interesting how much of it looking back, because when I was listening to lyrics, I was I was like I was doing the math in my head of how old I was and I was yeah. listening to that. And I was like, "Holy crap!" I was listening to this when I was like twelve. Uh, so really? My, my yeah. whole, mine was Robin Williams at the, Robin's at, at the Met. Yeah. Oh, Met. maybe it was Carnegie. Those Robin Williams stand-ups yeah. were not like as much I had kid that stuff. As I had that on tape. Yeah. And it was like I was way too young. Wasn't that amazing when you're like, "Oh, he's in Jumanji I, and whatever," I, and then you watch his stand-up? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "What?" I it's remember like Bob Saget. They yeah. Let us, yeah. You could bring in uh, records. To, to great, this is grade school, and I remember play them on, um, on a, listening to uh, Sister Mary Holy Water oh. or Sister Mary Elephant from Cheech and Chong. Yeah, playing Cheech and Chong records, 
in grade school. Wow. <laughs> and I had that on tape. Nobody. My old man had that like a, on a cassette. I don't know. He had, on one side, he had Monty Python, yeah. and on the flip side, he had Cheech and Chong. Oh, I was like eight. <laughs> Were they playing it on the thing that you crank with the horn coming off yeah. of it? <laughs> Let's make a dope yes. deal. That's the one that yeah. I had. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. So. <laughs> so back to this movie. Yeah. So anyway, he, uh, he his mother passed away and his inheritance was $60,000. And based on the, the tip of George Clooney's character, he invested it all in this company. Well, with, he was part of that $800 million they lost overnight, lost all the $60,000. So that's why he uh, is holding a gun to Clooney's head. Now, on this episode, the CEO of that company, Ibis, was supposed to be a guest. And of course, with all this stuff going on, he's off doing some some sketchy dealings out of the country no one can he's find him he's disappeared he's supposed yeah. to be in switzerland you know whatever but there's obviously more to that story as we find out the other box was a bomb vest for ibis as well so anyway the whole thing is he's like you know i, I hate the name of the company i did ibis. too ibis it was like isis had irritable bowel <laughs> syndrome <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> also explains why this movie so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, the whole thing was they're trying. You know, the police get called in, and you know they're kind of set up outside of the station because he says no. He locks everything in. No one gets in. No one gets out. They were able to sneak some of the crew out of there. They but, clear uh, out the building. They get everybody. Yeah, like, the only people that's a few left. cameramen. Yeah, so that you know the guy that with the long hair and the ponytail. That you see with the goatee, yeah. that's Shannon Elizabeth's husband. ex-husband. Oh, uh, ex- ex-husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he was in Jane and Bob. He was in Jane and Bob, and I think he was also in one of the American Pie movies. I think okay. he was in the second American Pie yeah. movie. Yeah, but, but yeah, like it's the only ways I remember that guy. I was like, <laughs> you were married to one of the hottest women in the world at one point, it, which was so weird when you see him. You're just like, huh? Okay, yeah, must yeah. be funny. <laughs> Rich, no. huge wiener. Oh. Uh, so uh, they clear out the station. <laughs> except, no, I don't know. <laughs> so Julia Roberts is still there directing. Uh, there's a couple of people doing sound and then a couple cameramen. And so basically he's like, you know, I want to find out what happened. And, and Clooney's character is like, how much was it? How much you lose? 60,000. He's like, I will write you a check right now. We can figure this out. And this guy's like, it's too late. I'm here. I didn't. I knew when I came in that I wasn't leaving. And so yeah. you're basically he wants answers. So well, that's also this- in like typical news, like big business fat. Not typical, but in in my opinion, they're just you, they're throing out buzzwords and terms, and they're not giving yeah. the guy any real information. And well, right. So they're got reading off, like this movie, kind of like okay. this movie. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely see what Tom didn't like was the political agenda of the movie, and obviously, I, it's not the political agenda of the movie. It's that it didn't, it well, didn't do it well, and it didn't have the balls to commit, yeah. as we will see. If I were, if I had told you a year ago, there are two movies coming out that are supposed to really stick it to and explain the problems with our financial systems. One of them stars George Clooney and Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. and is written and is directed by. Ju- by Jodie Foster, and the other was from the guy who made Anchorman. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a great thought. point. Yeah, that's a great point. And which one do you think is going to yeah. be better? But yeah, like these are smart people that can make right. that can do a better job. Sure. Right, and and I just felt like that. Ultimately, maybe they're not as smart yeah. as we think they are, or they think, think there are. Yeah. And 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 I just and I felt like it. Just it got really lazy when it didn't need to be, especially yeah, yeah. given the caliber of, of sure. people involved. Right. No, I, I agree. And I, I it's not necessarily even the message. Like what I mean is, yeah, they didn't do that great of a job trying to stick it to the man. And like I can tell Jodie Foster was obviously trying to make a statement with this movie, but I was entertained by just the the way the movie was made, the the acting. Like, I was I was entertained by I just like the concept perf- of the performance movie. Like not the the big business story necessarily but i really liked the way that it was so contained and the way that you know they were feeding him stuff through the earpiece like it was just a a very unique type of movie i can name two movies that do it better yeah instantly yeah and and couldn't and i won't because one of them is damn video (laughs) recovery but um but uh um but like this movie is is very similar to to two okay. movies from yes, the same from the I'll same interested to, from the seventies that are directed by the same dude, no less. Yeah. Okay. Jody I Foster agree. before she was went through the change. What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You just said. I mean, this is directed by Jody Foster. Yeah. You said two movies directed by the same. No, dude. I said. Well, I said two movies from the seventies. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just um, kidding. Um, but yeah, Foster she was uh, like sixteen or like I don't know, a child she, in the seventies. Let's get together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that wasn't Jody Foster, was it? Wasn't she the one in the Parent Trap? 
No, she was in the Parent Trap. She was in Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, that but was, that's, I don't remember any singing. They don't in Freaky switch Friday. in Freaky Friday. Okay. They switched the, the yeah. They, no, they don't sing in that movie. Parent Trap is the twins. Yeah. But Freaky Friday is where the mom becomes the daughter, daughter becomes the mom. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, both starring Lindsay and they, Lohan. And they all... Both remakes starring yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Or Haley Mills. Haley Mills, that's yeah, who Haley Mills, yeah. who that I was thinking was, that. I was yeah. like, the gal from the first season of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> she was the teacher on the first yeah. season. Oh, was she? Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, yeah. So, so, when it was called something else. So, um, anyway, uh, so he's holding them at gunpoint, and uh, it, it basically, they're trying to get answers. So, they speak to his right-hand woman. Her name is Diane Lester in the movie. Who I liked her as well. Didn't yeah, heard that she was attractive. Yeah, I liked I liked her performance too. Um, I mean, there are some decent actors in this. So movie what for happens sure. is, is like the guy takes over the studio, and Diane Lester's like, "I gotta go." Yeah, because like, she's on. He's like, she, "I'm out." They no, couldn't, no, they couldn't find Ibis, so they were going to talk to her, who's his like, Ibis, COO. Uh, Ibis is not. It's the name of the company, not the guy's name. Well, I, isn't his name? It's like Dom. No, his real name is Dominic something. Oh, Dominic or Walt Canby. Yeah. Well, I, I just he's the CEO not, of Ibis. Whatever. They can't talk to Ibis. Oh, sorry. So. I'm talking about Mr. Ibis himself, CEO. I'm looking for Walt Joe Canby. Nabisco. Yeah. Is he around here? Wait, there's not really anyone named Beatrice. Yeah. Oh, to hell with it. <laughs> Dear, you guys probably don't remember that when all of a sudden, and was it in the late 80s, early 90s, Beatrice was the company that owned like a bunch of food products. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, every commercial started ending with like, ding, we're Beatrice. I don't remember Ooh. that. And it was like, all of a sudden, it was on like, it felt like it was on about 70% yeah. of the commercials like, you saw. What It was like, we're Beatrice. And I'm like, this is starting to sound like a threat. <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. like, <laughs> Are you going to take, overthrow the government? Or? I've right. seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she wants to talk to Mr. Ibis. Yeah, Mr. Ibis. But uh, he's out gallivanting Ibis about. Ibis in the morning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ibis but, and Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> He's out gallivanting about in his private jet. No one can find him, supposedly. Because yeah. when he's in the air, he, he, he can't, turns his phone off. He you can't like, find him. Yeah, it's like... That was dumb. As soon yeah. as he's in his plane, he turns his phone yes, off. Yes, because <laughs> a, a financial guru who's making billion-dollar deals all day long right. when he's on his plane he wants, his, wants yeah. no communication, especially, <laughs> especially on international flights when he'll be... Unavailable right. for Correct. eight to ten hours to stretch. <laughs> this makes and it the fact that his company just lost eight hundred million dollars, and he goes id communicado. Yeah. Well, go no, on, take no, a little break. No, well, it had but, been a couple weeks at that point. No, well, it was like a no, week. it was like within the week. But no, but let's let's get to it. Obviously, there's more to this than it seems. I'm he, just saying. Well, there's a reason why he went. He was trying to break communication. So basically, but, but he always does this. This is they they describe right. this as like whenever he's on a plane, he this is what he he's does. A shady bastard. Maybe, but, he's but that he's <laughs> but he's never reachable when he's on yeah. a plane. When there's no reason no, for that, that is today's stupid. world. It's yeah. not. Not like this is he isn't yeah. doing this just because of what what just happened yeah right? no know? no no that that yeah you're right that is kind of stupid that, <laughs> to say that he always does that for sure but basically uh the coo she kind of senses something's up because another cco she's the chief yeah chief communication officer oh gotcha gotcha because the c i guess the coo i think was this other guy whatever another officer that was the guy who's not ron silver yeah. <laughs> what is that guy's name? He was his, in. His, he had his name legally changed to not, not Ron, Ron Silver. Silver. Not Ron Silver. <laughs> oh, uh, I see that guy was in. I can only remember him from Time Cop. He was the bad guy in Time. He was the Time Cop that went bad. Dennis Bootsikaris. There it is. Who easy for yeah. you to say? And he yeah. is you the, think is Ron Silver, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> and he is uh, Avery Goodall, the CFO. Sorry. Yeah. So the CFO. <laughs> mean, I went to Google Dennis Bootsikaris, and it comes not, up. It comes up Dennis Bootsikaris, Ron Silver. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, is Ron Silver the one in Ron Silver, Time Cop? Ron Silver is no longer with us. See if he's in Time Cop. But he wasn't better. He's not included. <laughs> I think this is also Dennis Bootsikaris is in. Um, yeah, because I was like, I thought Ron Silver died, and I was watching. <laughs> um, I was watching Better Call Saul, and yeah. and I was like, huh, I must be wrong. Or not, apparently, I'm no. wrong. But no, it was. No, I'm not wrong. I was totally right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, he he basically is kind of giving her the cold shoulder and like, yeah, no, we'll just don't don't go talk to the media. So something's up with him. And in the next scene, you see him actually texting. Yeah, the main guy him, yeah. who who apparently has all his communications off. So obviously, you know that they're in cahoots and and uh, something's up here. Right. So basically, when she goes and talks to the media against his sorry the. <laughs> He played in the boy who cried bitch. 
Dennis Bootsakara, like one of his credits. <laughs> he was Oren <laughs> Fell in The Boy Who Cried Yeah, yeah good, good. good. Look at this guy, dude. Dan. Like, yeah. That looks like Ron Silver. Like yeah, I've got Ron you know, Silver on like my screen, and I'm looking at Dennis Bootsakara. So yeah, no, I, I literally thought, I was like, I thought he died. Yeah. Yeah. No, nope. nope. Ron Silver nope. died. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, she goes and talks to this Matt Money Monster show against the CFO's advice, and Julia Roberts is on the phone with her, like before she goes in the air. Well, she's and, also like she's a, she's only reading from her bullet points, right? She's giving the PR spin, which right. she had prepared anyway before the guy came in with the gun, and Julia Roberts is basically like, "This is not the BS that we're looking for. This guy has a bomb in our studio. He's about to blow us all up. You better give him some real answers." And so she starts to get kind of shaken, but like she's like, I'm, I, I don't, we don't know anything. And she goes, like, you, you, say, you say, I don't know one more time. Yeah. So you better. She gets say off the what phone again. Yeah. I dare you. I double dare you. So she gets off the phone with them, and uh, the CFO bitches her out and says, "You're fired." And she's like, "I don't report to you. I report to I report to Ron Silver." Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't report to Ron. <laughs> what are you even doing here? <laughs> Why is the hologram of Ron Silver? Boy, Dennis Bootsikars had to be so happy. When Ron Silver died I'm sure he was, oh. he was like Hey man I get all those parts He's like All this is mine now <laughs> yeah. Remember I was like I want a Ron Silver type That's me <laughs> I'm your guy I'm your dude <laughs> Just uh Okay uh, you, know, you know there's another guy Out there who's like Ron Bootsikara that boots a car stole my thunder. Oh, God. Wow. A bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> who's the boy who cried bitch now? <laughs> so so, so, she, so she gets bitched out by not Ron Silver, and she's like, well, I don't report to you. And so now she is on a mission to do everything she can to find the real answer. She's trying to help them in the yeah, studio. Yeah, they automatically turn into detectives. Yeah, so she's like, yeah. get me the name of everyone who we bought algos from. What, no, what was the... What <laughs> word did they use where i was like what word i had to google that word to see if it was even real the torque what word did they use for the guys that were like making the algorithms programmers no, i know they, they use like quarms or quants quants, quants. Oh, quants. Quant, quantitative analysis but do they call them quants, quants or is this is another <laughs> thing that, is, that sounds that sounds it's dirty so i feel like it. we should use a chicken noise every time we say quant <laughs> that's our new that's a new I'm sensor gonna, i'm gonna we're gonna do that from now on we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna start calling my i'm gonna start calling my ex-wife a quant yeah i will say tom in that's dangerously close <laughs> to another word yeah and, and that word that up. word isn't strong enough <laughs> <laughs> so anyway and it's a term of endearment over a, a it cr- is across yeah the you pond, talk to your so, buddies that way yeah. i totally yeah yeah i'm bringing it back <laughs> oh when i was over there i was like using it at left and right i was like i'm, I'm sorry not, i just gotta i'm never gonna I, get another it's chance just like i can't say bomb in an airport and i want to say bomb so now that i'm here i'm just gonna keep using Why this. can't i say never bomb in an airport never take dan to a deaf comedy jam show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bomb you'll never make it out alive <laughs> <laughs> just you know i know you as soon as you up, put that 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 regulation or the governor on me it's like comes oh, off. It's as, soon as, it, as soon as it's off. oh you yeah. can say governor in england too that's yeah. true yeah. that's right governor so, like you're a like you're a Dickensian street urchin. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, murder she wrote goes on a, like a you know a detective yeah, spree yeah, trying to was, find every quant who made a algo. Yeah, I need to find every quant who we apply you know <sighs> employed for however long to made the algo. So they go through a few different people and they keep cutting back to the guy that well, was not in. even that. Like early in the movie, they cut to this guy in Beijing. They cut to these guys in Russia. They cut to these guys in South Africa. They set it up that there's going to be and I was like. From a few different well, these countries are, These are all going to play a part right. Like well, what are we doing yeah. here <laughs> Well they're showing yeah. Chekhov's gun I guess right? Yeah right So uh, so they uh, they keep cutting back to this guy And he's the guy that was in the Friday the 13th Yeah you said? Yeah Okay Yeah. Um, and uh, so He takes like a uh, Like an ice pick to the top of the head I think as they do as they do in those movies so uh so you he's kind of like he's got like a, a hooker or something and, and he's like sitting yeah. on a couch hanging out and he's got like a hooker passed out it was next to some drugs or something yeah it was the most like it was just racist yeah. representation well, no, you're, you're, of beijing you're totally, you know that he's like an underground because well, we all know the we know. all know the computer programmers <laughs> that's how they crazy live. They, rolling, they rolling live like <laughs> they live like gnr circa <laughs> yeah, 1997 right? rolling in the vag and coke like that's right. what that yeah that's what yeah. that guy was doing so uh, That's a thing, I guess. cranking out some tasty algos, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they basically they they eventually you find me at quant dot org. <laughs> they eventually get a hold of him, and he's on the phone talking to her, and he's like, "This is not. I designed this." And he's like, "My algo, 
cannot. Can we not say that? Can again? We just say yeah. algorithm. Yeah, that's we enough. Can. Well, let's let's acknowledge just... that they say algo. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then let us never say it again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's no longer a thing in this room. Right. I think so retired. He, he basically retired. says, "I program." Stop saying algo, you dirty quant. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, uh, so he basically says, "I designed this, and there's no way it could lose eight hundred million dollars." Well, not- that's all I need to hear. That's how this movie works. Well, fair enough. Okay, okay. Oh, you're yeah. just a guy cooked up with this. a dead hooker on the <laughs> yeah. on your futon. I, I guess. Well, well, I guess because if, if it can't happen, it can't happen. To be fair, uh, I haven't even been with a hooker good today. Good day to you, kind <laughs> sir. To be fair, she wasn't on Skype. She couldn't see the dead hooker or the coke. <laughs> so anyway, he says it can't do this. I didn't program it. There's fingerprints. There, yeah. Oh. There's human fingerprints, there's fingerprints all over this. There's these buzzwords that are very, you know, yeah, like we have been naming so now now every now they say fingerprints the rest of the movie instead of like there's some funny business <laughs> fingerprints i think they should have said funny business that would have been i would have so, so somebody was uh reading like the the headlines or reading the reader's digest at the airport yes, when yep. they were when they decided to write this movie and thesaurus on their flight <laughs> across country yeah, yeah right. see, this is why dan it's so important that we do what we can to get sky mall back in business <laughs> yeah see? because if this there was a sky mall on yeah. a plane you're gonna go through sky mall and be like an 800 dollars hot bowl yeah. hot dog yeah. warmer yes. oh, no, i want that. that i want that cake pan that's just the crust yeah <laughs> precisely that was like a brownie pan that was yeah. like a big all, edges, all edges all edges, all edges. All edges. All edges. Like, yeah see, it's like, a maze yeah. it's all if edges. that had happened jody foster would right now have yeah. warm hot dogs and delicious brownies but instead <laughs> yeah we're subjected <laughs> to this yeah. instead of this movie. Her, 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 her D girl or development person decided. That, you know what? I, I read an article right while up your alley. I was going to say we were waiting D- for you. D girl. That's not what I was I going was with that say in my like, head. Oh, yeah, I think Jody Foster has a, a couple D. Girls. I bet she does. That's what I, I think she has. I think she has a couple D girls. DL girls. I don't think yeah. they're DL yeah. anymore. No, no it's not. DL. I don't think it's on the DL. It's not. No, because she oh, said it at a She didn't say it. Yeah. Well, well she, kinda, she came she out and well said she, it. A, she yeah. said everything but it. Yeah. So and then it was like, waka, waka, waka. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are, <laughs> are you telling me Fozzie Bear is a lesbian? 100%. No, that would he's, explain the he's, shoes. He's a yeah. bear. Uh, he's, what more do you want to know? Well, that should be a gay man. FYI. He's a she. <laughs> yeah. It's 2016. Truth is out now. He was can he, use any bathroom he was, wants at Target, true, yeah. Joe. Was, was, Fozzie, Fozzie, was Jodie Foster wearing like the little derby and the tie? <laughs> yeah. walk, walk, walk. With a chicken yeah. or whatever and a spray bottle and a pot. Uh, no, but <laughs> anyway. I can't believe they canceled that show. Yeah, oh, that show was floundering. It was floundering. I like. They it. didn't know what to do with Disney, it. Disney, it was getting better, but Disney it was getting has better. struggled with the Muppets they since they've had. And then they rebooted it with the good movies. And they did such a great, and and I I thought Muppets Most Wanted was good too. I, I did not well. as good as the original. Yeah, first was but good. First was great. First was great. That, that first second one was, was amazing. Enter- but I thought the second one was solid. It was yeah. a solid was, second movie. Yeah. Anyway, back to this thing. So the guy, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna own. I'm gonna go pee again okay. for the second time in this episode, and I'm, just, I'm not. Uh, I don't even really have to pee all that bad. <laughs> I just, I just don't. I just think by the time I want to hear, just a, good, just a good excuse for me not to have to talk about. Are this we movie implementing the hour of suck? Yeah, I think we should have sixty minutes. Of suck. I'm trying to get through this damn movie, Joe. Yeah. If you would just love uh, it, just, just wrap so, it up. All right. So, so Dan, you haven't seen this movie. Can you guess who the bad guy is? Who the bad guy is? Yeah. Well, I think it's the guy who's not on his phone. <gasps> Can you say ding 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 ding? It's Ibis. Yeah, I can't believe it. (laughs) So, anyways, she knows that there's. So okay, also. He, I mean, like, he's I'm a, sorry. He, is this supposed to be a surprise? Because right now he just sounds like the <laughs> old man. He sounds like the cantankerous old man at the beginning of a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, no, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. Exactly. Like, so, ah, what are you guys doing here? It's like, oh, I wonder if he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, right. So not only are we supposed to realize that he's no, the bad so guy, obvious, but yeah. he's also having an affair. Yeah. With the what's her name? Well, I'm trying to so get, like so, just to hate him even yeah. more. He's like he make like he kisses her and he was like I don't know makes a comment about his wife. And it was no, just kind of like a different part well, of, that. of It doesn't matter though. Like we already don't like him, but now we're supposed to like make him make him even worse. Well, and that's and what she, what's the one thing we can do? He's right. cheating on his wife. 
So she basically, she knows that there's these fingerprints involved, and then she uh, looks at his passport when he finally, his plane lands, she's like, I'll put your luggage away, and she <laughs> sneaks into it. I did enjoy this scene where, like, looks the little the, assistant yeah. walks around, she's like, ooh, that's cold. Yeah. And she was like, go sit in the front. Yeah. If you tell me about this, I'll yeah. kill you. So she sees it on his passport, it says, like, South Africa. South Africa, yeah. And so that cuts to, there are these, uh, there's a workers. Maybe he's just a Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> or, or he's trying to find but the, you know the what? The punishment should, own. The punishment should be the same. You go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, never mind. So uh, <laughs> it's a much better band. So she see so this is where that uh workers strike was going on. They were cutting to like this union strike yeah, back so in South Africa. They they detail this plot where like the, the union the Well Let's not. All right. Plot. plot. <laughs> Let's not I'm go sorry. crazy. With those in, like, rock and roll I, I, I've clothes. yet to hear plot <laughs> really. So, so basically, yeah, so basically what it comes down to is the police have this plan to snipe the wireless receiver on the bomb vest that Clooney's wearing. <laughs> I didn't enjoy this one, too, where they're the, like, what's the chance of him surviving? I'm like, ah, about 80%. Yeah. If we get, like, if we what's get 80%, what are the chances you make the right shot? 80%. So 80% He's of like, 80%. 80% this, is, this is awful. The assistant of the TV show overhears the cops talking about this she tells julia roberts julia roberts tells clooney and clooney says they're gonna try to shoot you to get the wireless receiver so he basically then takes kyle the the character that has like whatever ends this movie the quickest (laughs) yeah (laughs) puts 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 him in front of him to like block the gunshot and they basically go on an adventure they realize that this guy is going to be at uh like the new york stock yeah because the assistant because they're they're going to do like a a meeting there so they're going to be there they walk down what pine or whatever Ugh. street that they walk down this street yeah. in the in broad daylight as people videotaped on their cell phones which yeah. i thought was good though because it shows how this is how people are oh if yeah there was a guy with a bomb vest on, like the guy walking was like, down the street there would be people on their cell phones inches away from a bomb <laughs> i like where to they're put like it on it's not oj like this guy has a bomb strapped yeah. to his chest yeah, yeah. but wouldn't people that do line. that and put it on facebook oh, gosh, live absolutely. stream it yeah risk getting a bomb just to get a picture of sure. something that tomorrow won't even matter like yeah. i did like that statement yeah. but anyway there's another statement at the end of the movie that i also really enjoyed yeah. oh, the, the, one the end it was fancy yeah it was thin yeah it was but so anyway so they walk down the street um, basically, they they end up at the place where Mr. Ibis is. Kyle says, "Hey, this might be a good time to tell you that that uh, bomb vest. There's not really bombs on yeah. it. So well, we're because, also because I'm a good guy, right? So, I so could, we're also I can't we're supposed to feel sorry yeah, yeah. now. Well, for we're supposed the to feel sorry for him earlier when they get his mm-hmm. awful girlfriend on there." Hmm. And like tears him apart on live yeah. TV. Where she? You mean like in Dog Day Afternoon? Like exactly <laughs> in Dog Day Afternoon? Isn't that weird? Except yeah, except Surprise. not as good. Yeah. Well, because great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Well, I mean, this this movie is very similar to Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. It is. In yeah. a lot of ways, but uh, except for the way they count. except for yeah. the talent, yeah. right? And being entertaining, correct? Yeah. And that enjoyable. is one of my favorite Pacino movies of all time. Oh my god, so, Dog Day Afternoon is just Dog Day Brian De Palma. No, Sydney it's Sydney Lumet. Okay, I love yeah, that. Yeah, Dog Day Afternoon. Ooh, man. Yeah. That holds so, up. So they're walking down the street, and they finally make it to the Unlike newer, wherever they're- six minutes or whatever the other one was that he did. Yeah. So <laughs> they they finally make it there, and uh, at this point, you know, the Clooney and the kid are kind of teaming up, and like they're- Clooney's in, Robin. Clooney's in no danger right at this point so you know he knows that this kid he's trying to help him get answers basically at this point and so uh the kid is like yeah you know what i'm gonna he wants his answers from mr ibis and uh he says you know what here you take the vest off and put it on him and so this guy now is wearing a bomb vest and he basically backwards. says yeah, he's not yeah, putting Clooney, like, I'm going to do you a favor. <laughs> yeah. I did like that part. And he puts the receiver behind him. He's right. like, don't turn your back to anyone. <laughs> so the kid is basically like, at this point, he's like, I don't want your money. You know, everyone's trying to buy him off. He's like, I don't want your money. At this point, I want answers. Admit that you were wrong, that you did something wrong. And the guy basically goes on this rant, which this is like, it's Foster business. trying blah, to make blah, a blah. point that this is all the big business thinks about that. that there's Nobody no, tell me, cared when I was making you yeah, money. Tell, right. Somebody tell. Yeah, somebody tell me what I'm doing that's illegal. All I've done, blah, blah, blah. So he goes on his big rant and then the kid has him at gunpoint. He has the bomb trigger and he's like, you tell me right now, admit that you're wrong. And so he says, okay. And you know, so he's well, the, he bad, the, the bad like guy. One, two, three. Yeah, and so, like, so the bad guy, you know, admits his evil doings. Uh, I was wrong. That I was wrong, you know. And so then the kid. It was is, Kermit when he did that. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the honor of yeah, the Muppets being canceled. <laughs> I so, thought it was Ray Romano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually uh What's the other guy's name that sounds just like it? He just died. Oh. Egon. 
Harold, oh, Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, then the kid throws the bomb trigger that once he takes his finger off it, it detonates and he's got all these snipers on him. And at this point, you know, Clooney's like, no, don't do it. Cause he's starting yeah, to feel for dumb. this kid and this gunman, uh, which that's one of the biggest problems I have with this movie is that I don't care if this guy got the right answers or not. Are we supposed to sympathize with a gunman bomber? Yeah. I, that this is the way that, that I, I just thought that was the worst part of the movie. Yeah. I don't feel any sympathy for him. I don't care if he lost $60,000. You don't hold people hostage and try to blow them up. Like, and then be like, oh, by the way, a not, good, a re- not a real bomb vest. Yeah, th- but that's not... So, yeah, it doesn't undo... I don't, right. I don't have any sympathy for his character we, at joking, all. We jokingly so, talked about during Keanu, like at the end of Keanu when uh, uh, he, gets, were he, gets, he gets arrested. Yeah. Yeah. They go to jail. Yeah. Like in this right. one, I was like, I wonder how this is going to end. Oh, so well, then. <laughs> so he throws the trigger. Clooney's like, no. And then they shoot him eventually, as soon as he drops the trigger. And then the guy, uh, like, yells with yells the vest. Back. He yells yeah. and he jumps back, which uh, at the end of the movie <laughs> becomes himself. No, that's James Brown. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. And, uh, and so anyway, the kids. Which actually, I love that meme of uh, that they've taken of Trump. Where like the eagle attacks him? Oh yeah, and then they they've they've inserted Bernie Sanders like scaring him. And he's like, Argh! like that. I don't know why that one makes me laugh. Or like the one where uh, the, I guess the guy jumps on stage and also scares the crap out of Trump. And they've also put that with Bernie Sanders <laughs> where he's scared. That just makes me yeah. laugh. So any so anyway, uh, Clooney goes over to him and he's like, get medical attention. So he's supposed to feel bad for this kid now because he was just outing the big businessman or whatever which you know what i say bs it, 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 it posing as a terrorist right yeah, exactly yeah. that's why posing it doesn't, as a that's terrorist why it doesn't and work. being a, a an intentional terrorist <laughs> yeah. still terrorist yeah. act. Who's right he yes. did actually it's not it's not like we're in favor it's not like we like terrorism if you're right yeah, yeah. Right. you know what if you're american and you're a terrorist not so bad yeah yeah <laughs> pointing, I just, I just, pointing a gun at you and he it doesn't someone. matter if it's loaded or not the gun was loaded and he did that person and he shot an assistant oh, so like yeah. we yeah. see him he actually shot assistant who's someone. running around with a heart on yeah that yeah. was a funny moment but the, in the beginning <laughs> yeah but anyway we won't get into that so uh the kid Is ends that, up what's her name from finance yeah the kid ends up dying and uh things go back to the way they were and which actually are, i so we get to the end of the movie and Clooney's kind of sitting there in the hospital watching, you know, CNN and all these different C-SPAN, all this different stuff. And like they immediately, as soon as the situation is over, they go to all they, the bars that have been watching the and situation it's just kind of, and they just start leaving. And the guy starts playing foosball again. Right. Like it shows that like people watch the media. And so, yeah, I do yeah. like that point. Too. Like, they made a couple it. of points that people are just like they're in it for the show. They don't care if they lost 800 million, but they care if someone's at gunpoint. The thing's over. They go back to their memes and their. Yeah. Which actually, yeah. Which, that's, that's how come the big short will make more money than this movie? Uh, because that's a way better movie. Because, I'm just saying, yeah, like everything they also they're don't hold the audience in such low regard. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. all because the things they're accusing this, this us of. Here's a, there's a movie that does it better, right? Yeah. And yeah. it and it made more money, which For kind sure. of undermines yeah. their. I mean, there's some truth to what they're saying. Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I again that was I I liked. I liked the way it was filmed. I liked the story, like the way that, you know, Julia Roberts was in the earpiece and they were directing people to do things. Like, I liked the thriller part of it. I didn't Michael like... Jackson wasn't in this movie. <laughs> I didn't like the, the statement, <laughs> the big business thing they were trying to make. Like Tom said, I don't think they did it well. You know, and I don't like the gunman part of it being a hero because he outed big business. He was a terrorist. So there were things I definitely didn't like, but I was entertained by the movie. I Yeah, it, it held my attention yeah. for an hour and a half. It, you know, I... It's nice to see Clooney. Like I just like seeing Clooney on screen. I, I enjoy him as an actor. Um, this is the uh, the first time I remember seeing Julia Roberts in a long time where I wasn't. Yeah, I don't like complete, Julia Roberts. Completely annoyed and by I, her, and I wasn't annoyed by her in this one either. Uh, for whatever reason. I did enjoy the kid, like the the kid who yeah, he's a good you know, actor. Take take away from the fact that he was a you know. Terrorist. Well, he was a good actor. But yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed him. Yeah, like, he was really good. In but it. overall. It's something. It's this is almost like that Jack Ryan movie. Oh, this sounds like well, I'm gonna sort of about the, it. Uh, uh, the lean cuisine equivalent of a uh, modern media thriller. Yeah. I would say like kid cuisine. Kid Ooh, cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. with the brownie, right? It I love the one with the brownie. <laughs> yeah. Apple sauce. Was it, cru- no. was it crust only? Was no. it just, uh, well, it's a small thing. It no. basically was big yeah. enough to have. Just that thing is like the Weight Watchers version. Okay, all right, yeah, all this right. This is like, but you know. they they weren't like Tom said. I think the the thing is is that they weren't as smart as they thought they were. It isn't as poignant of a point they were trying to make. Like right. they just didn't execute mm-hmm. their point right. I liked the idea of. It's like how Inside Man has a twist, and how like mm-hmm. movies like that. That wasn't your movie, was it? No. no. Okay. Okay. Good. No. It's like I like movies that do things where they take place in one area and 
there's a thriller a- aspect. Like I like the filming part of it. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't realize that was a spy. The more I think about it, it doesn't even look like a Spike Jones movie. I think that was Spike, Spike, Lee. Spike, Spike I Lee think movie. that was Spike his Lee. attempt to be like, hey, look, I can make a mainstream yes. Hollywood and movie. And he did. That movie doesn't have good. to have politics or yeah. anything. Yeah. It yeah. can just a be movie. a good old movie. With and a good then, twist. And then he gets yeah. mad about something and uh. stops doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, really no. wish that uh, there are times where actors would just stop with their agendas like that like yeah, he be an actor gets, he gets mad a lot. wait he wait who are you talking about he's a Spike great Lee filmmaker oh, yeah. he's he a great filmmaker but then yeah he just goes off what on was the a last one he did that Oscar? kind of flopped oh. shy that Chirac Chirac yeah. yeah yeah but he was one of the Oscars you know boycott the oh. Oscars and Chris Rock should quit and you know and it's like I'm sure Chris Rock's like shut up no it's like if you're Chris Rock you're not gonna quit you're gonna use it to make every single joke about as often as you can because you're smart enough to do it so that was the movie yeah oh yeah yeah, the movie Tom's on Candy Crush right (laughs) now (laughs) bubble bomb or whatever Oh god, yeah, he is Candy on Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that's just kind of rude. So <laughs> I was no, throwing no, stuff if in. I, if I if I could if Tom had uh, room for more on, on his <laughs> on his track two pad over there, I'd be doing it too. What the hell? Me and Joe are like, yeah, that's pretty entertaining. I, you know, no, Tom's I, I, Candy Crush. I, okay, be, okay, I was so here, I was an, an active contributor yeah. except when I was peeing. Yeah, <laughs> um, four or five times. Yeah. So uh, here's here's the good version of that movie. Okay. Yeah, and it's actually forty years old from 1976. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dan, do you have a video recovery for us? I do. Okay. Oh, here's a good movie. Oh, cool. Thank you. We're going down to <laughs> the salt mines. Yeah. No. Here's 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 Ooh, the, the, I forgot the, about the, the good mines. version of that is uh, and it, it's from 1976. <laughs> it is a, a movie <laughs> called Network. Yeah. And that's if you haven't seen flick. this, I mean, it's it's an important movie that still holds not, up. Have you watched it recently? Yeah. I watched it like maybe three or four months ago, and I yeah. watched it with, with my wife, who had never seen it, and I was like, I remember watching this movie as a right. kid. I remember being amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, but because of its topic, which is about how weird the media can get, yeah. I don't know that it holds up. And it does hold up. Yeah. It is almost I think it terrifying. Holds up, I think it, it holds up, it holds up because today. Yeah. It's sort of like, today. you know. It how was, prescient yeah like back was. like back when this movie uh you know came out it was sort of like i mean there were no there was no cable right it was just the big networks um it was about network power and it's uh basically a story of uh, uh an anchor howard beale who's uh, suffering from declining uh ratings and um you know he finds out he's got like two weeks left on the air and he decides to um, take the system to task. He says he's going to commit suicide, and and then they notice his ratings go well, up. I could think of like was from the Howling. Like, yeah, I'm going to show you something. And, yeah, and then he, um, and then the the fam- I mean, a lot of people know it just from the speech of uh, I'm I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore, and also the fact that uh, it was Peter Finch and he he got the best. Uh, uh, I think he got the Oscar for this, but it was post. You know, like it was after, like yeah, I think de- he yeah. died uh, after, right after this movie. Um, it, did Ned Beatty get? He was oh, great. Was in he this. up for Ned this? Ned Beatty, Robert Duvall, Faye Dunaway. Best, I mean, it's, I think he was nominated for best, best supporting, supporting actor. Because honestly, Ned so Beatty, good. you see him, but you really, he really yeah. only has like one scene. Yeah. It's all it but takes. It's Sweet baby Jesus. But he's yeah. the one that gives the big speech. The, in this, that right? speech when he's like, "Yeah, yeah you're you gonna are, do you it. You are what disturbing the forces of nature or whatever." Yeah. And yeah. it's like that speech is yeah. like, "Yeah, I feel so bad." That's right, Mister Luton. So yeah, this is what happens when Patty Chayefsky writes a movie. Uh, unlike the one we just reviewed, yeah. so um, no. I mean, this is a, an amazing movie that do, that does sort of shine a light on um, media and the impact and, and sort of like the the circus that surrounds it. And in a way that I mean, forty years later, it's still it's holds creepy. Up. It's creepy it's how creepy. much it holds up, and it holds up. And it's just it's just funny because you know. Like you, they can't just like open up, you know. They can't open up a book or even like look back, you know, and scroll through like their browsing history or look back <laughs> at, at earlier ways to do something better, right? Yeah, you know, and, and especially that because in this movie, and I avoided talking about because I knew it was your video recovery, but but this movie was to me was such it was Dog Day Afternoon meets Network, yes. which are two great movies, uh, oddly enough, by the same director. Yes, and it was just like. Why, why isn't this better? Especially given yeah. the caliber of talent involved. There's no reason for it. And 
And I think that's why I have such anger for the movie. Yes. Is that when you know when we see Project Almanac and it's bad, I expect the people from Project Almanac right. to make yeah, a bad you movie. Don't expect, you, like they're newcomers that haven't done a whole lot. So when all of a sudden you get a chronicle instead of a Project like, Almanac, you're like, hey, that's a present. Right. And then you do nothing else right. after that. But but when you're talking, you know, three of the biggest right. names in, in Hollywood with with long. Track records of success that know how to make good movies, that know how to su- surround themselves with yeah. people that can make good movies, and and can pretty much do whatever they want at this point in their career. For them to turn in a movie that this half baked is yep. just yeah. kind of insulting. And, yeah, and I would agree. And, and that's that's why I I, ha- I had ultimately like zero patience for this film. This I makes me that. actually um, appreciate Adam McKay even more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So good on him. Because yeah, I mean that movie had no right to be no. as good as I mean I know I had the screener of it sitting sitting on my nightstand for quite some time before I finally was like, okay. did you just think it was like whatever? Yeah. I was just like, eh. yeah. and I thought it was going like, to be yeah. preachy, and it was, and it was preachy. But I will, I will say though, it helped that a lot of what it was preaching was stuff I already kind of agreed with that right I've on. been saying for a right. long time had been. It, you know, had been a problem, but and, you know. everybody is invested in that movie. I mean, they're, you know, they're not slumming it. They're, right. The script's not slumming it. The directing's not slumming it. The acting. I mean, it's there's nothing about that movie is like uh, it's not our tourism in any way. But I mean, like Christian Bale, he's not slumming it. Anybody no. in that movie, they're not. I mean, it's Steve Carell. Solid. Steve Carell's Steve Carell. not doing his thing. No. Yeah. yeah. And it just shows that, like, okay, well, so very similar. Obviously, similar topics. Just you know, one, right. one was just like, eh, do a favor for Jody. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, network. Yeah, take. Don't do it. See so this good. movie. See that movie. Yeah, network and or Dog Day Afternoon. If oh, you, yeah, if you haven't seen either of those Both movies, of those. you cannot it's go good, wrong. It's a good double feature. Yeah. That's a good double. Feature. Get past the hairstyles and the <laughs> and, the, and the wide collars. <laughs> and I, I actually think they work because they're 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 yeah they're period pieces at this point. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It, it almost gives it man. A, that's um, weird. I guess they are aren't documentary they? style feel. It does, and, and, it. and especially because Sidney Lumet, he's got that kind of real kind of gritty street level type Absolutely. of filmmaking, yeah. especially on Dog Day. Uh, that, did he yeah, write Serpico? I think he, I think did, he did do Serpico. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, he did a lot of stuff. Like uh, he uh, he was Twelve Angry Men, right? That mm-hmm. was his first movie. Yeah. And, uh, and oh you know, man, I just bought that on the Blu-ray Criterion edition. Ooh. Yeah. Not only do you get the, not only do you get that one, but you also get like the HBO. Oh, you the, do? I think it was Showtime yeah. with Jack Lemmon yeah, and Tony you get Danza. Both. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put that in my cart. It's oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, let's see. Twelve Angry Men. George C. Scott. Uh, yeah. Long Day's Journey into Night. Yeah, the he pawn, did Serpico. He the did Pawnbreaker. Yeah. Serpico is one of the best. One of the best cop movies ever made. Yes. Oh, I forgot he did Failsafe. Uh huh. That movie. Which one's that? Is that, that the Travolta bomb movie? Fa- no, Failsafe was from '64. It oh. was basically Doctor Strangelove, but it wasn't a comedy. And, right. And it came out like three weeks after Strangelove, oh. and so everybody was like. They were laughing at it because it was so similar. Just it was a total coincidence. And if if that movie had come out beforehand, I think it would be oh, a, a much looked at more well known film. What the hell was that Travolta bomb movie? I'm thinking of. Oh, all of his movies. Never <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it was like Staying Alive. It was not Staying Alive. No, where he's uh, like uh, talking now. What was that? Earth? Or Af- Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. Earth. Oh. What was I watching where they referenced that and it was just kind of like. I don't know, like yeah. what happened there, John Schnabel. I'm calling him out on this podcast right now. He, when we were in high school, <laughs> he did the Wiz. How did that happen? <laughs> when we were in high school, we he like he picked two movies back to back, and it was Battlefield Earth and Mission to Mars. And we were both like, "You're done. You don't get to pick movies anymore." You, Mission to Mars is superior to. I mean, I'm I'm either one, they're bad movies. They're bad, but Mission to Mars at least. <laughs> I was like, "No, you is, don't get to pick movies is, anymore." If held up. To Battlefield Earth, I'll put I'll, I said Mission to Mars is like 2001. Yeah. That's, Come on. that's true. That's fair. That's fair. Either way, you don't get to pick movies anymore. Yeah, no, you should. Sorry, you, you still have your movie picking yeah. privileges they're revoked. Revoked. Yeah, they're revoked for I mean. a period of time. That's fair. That's also fair. Serves you right. So I mean, you got a turd at a, at a less sneaky turd. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that second turd was way better. Oh. 
Yeah, oh. it was like the first turn needed Febreze, but the second turn <laughs> needed, needed Lysol and yeah. a match. I actually turned around and had to sniff the first turn just to get that <laughs> second turn out of my nose. And Tom, Sidney Lumet, one of his last movies was that movie you love, Find Me Guilty, with Peter Dinklage. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Before the Devil Knows Your Dad is pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and, that, and that's got uh, a sex scene you don't know how to process because it's got Marissa Tomei, which yeah. you're like, hey, hey, hey. I'm but in. she is just getting railed by uh, Philip Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, that's yeah. weird. I mean, just <laughs> like yeah. like Oof. like Monsters Ball railed worse. Oh, like so. she is. Yeah, like all right. Like yeah, they did it on screen. Like he's he's and her like she owes him money. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how just, else to say it. Do your chicken noise? Yeah. I'm not doing it. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, whew, yeah, you have that, you have that uh, ADR somewhere, right? <laughs> no, I call Joe every time I need to edit, and he just <laughs> does it on the hey, fly. He doesn't lie. Hey, are you awake right now? No. Do a chicken noise. There it is. That's the new one. It's it's like Dean Martin did the chicken noise. Hey, everybody. We're going to have a great show. We're going to have a great show. Oh boy. So, well, thank you, Dan. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's it for this episode. I guess uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGrady67, G R A N E Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B U T T S 21. I'm Kevin Brackett. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And I am Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. You can email us at Real Spoilers at ReviewSDL.com. Nobody has emailed us since the last episode. This I is know. shocking. <laughs> it's almost like we record these back to back. We have a website, too. We do have yeah. a website. I haven't mentioned that in a while. You can go to RealSpoilers.com. You could theoretically go to Dirty Pirate Hookers. It, but it seems to work now. Does, no errors. It's not so. blocking you? I think we got okay, it all cleared well, we up. Can, we can try it again and see if it works now. <laughs> you can go to Dirty piratehookers.com and uh, and find all of our <laughs> wonderful past episodes. <laughs> so, uh, is there something else I should be pushing? iTunes. You can go there, rate and review and subscribe to us. It helps us a lot and we greatly appreciate it. And you can join our League of Show Sharers. So, I believe that's it for this week. Next week. Oh, man. Is it the nice guys? This is nice guys. Yeah. Well, every week is kind of the nice that's guys true. Yeah, that's a good with point. us here. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah, but uh, unless you're yeah, talking week. about Jodie Foster's latest movie, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was nice. I could have said much worse. Uh, but uh, but yeah, next week is nice guy. Shane Black oh, is yeah. is finally treated like an A lister. Yes, he thanks is. Thanks to Iron Man Black Three. Is back. Hopefully, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if you know he's he's had a bite of this apple once before, and he gave us the Last Boy Scout, and then it kind of all went. And oh, I was like, yeah. watch your mouth. I, I love, love the Last, Last Boy, Boy Scout, Scout, but I don't. It wasn't a hit. No, and uh, some Bruce Willis cares. Yeah, it was. Uh, maybe. So if I hit a guy with a surfboard, I say surfs up. Yeah, God, that was. I love that movie. That's so, a great movie. Anyway, so uh, Nice Guys is coming up next week. Thanks for checking us out, and until next time, Murphy shoots Sal in the head. I am a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble all my. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.